Hello, and welcome to The Everyday Leader, lessons you can use to build and grow your influence every day. I'm your host, Laura Thompson. Happy Monday, and thank goodness it's Monday, TGIM, and thank goodness for this podcast, because this podcast is for everyone. There are so many resources out there for leaders of Fortune 500 companies, CEOs, and the like. But this podcast realizes that a leader is not someone who is defined by a title or someone who necessarily leads a large company. We are all leaders in some aspect of our life because leadership is an attitude. It's how you conduct yourself in any aspect of your life. Sure, some leaders have the title. They've been recognized and promoted based on their past success and have elevated their career to a new level. And some leaders are spouses, coaches, teachers, classmates, nurses, athletes. I created this podcast to share decades of my own leadership experience and to provide guidance on how you can be a little better every day. At The Everyday Leader, we focus on small daily improvements that over time, the investment we make in ourselves grows and grows and will lead to large and wonderful results. Compounding small efforts by changing some of our behaviors and small improvements that over time get us crazy great results. You deserve these crazy great results. You deserve the best. Yes, you. Believe you deserve it and the universe will serve it. John Friend said, We seek fulfillment in our lives through heart connection with others. This is our soul's essence of joy, which spontaneously pulses through us, longing to share itself with another. Welcome to the 11th episode of The Everyday Leader, and thank you for listening. This week, I had a very challenging moment. I've mentioned that the company I work for hit Chapter 7. If you Google COVID Chapter 7 casualties, it will be on the list. Really? It was a private equity casualty exacerbated by COVID-19. I always knew that it wouldn't last forever, but I never thought in my wildest dreams that PE could take out a $1.3 billion company in such short order. This week, I went to our downtown Chicago location to let in the realtor, and I must tell you, it was apocalyptic. As I approached the store, I would normally see the hustle and bustle of commuters walking and riding bikes. This trip, all I saw was plywood protecting the local businesses. The target here was still closed. Already in a funk having to visit this once great store, a two-story butte with a spectacular view of the skyline, my mood sank even further. Always early for meetings, I was surprised to see an entourage waiting outside the store when I arrived. Time to put on my happy face. It was kind of comforting to have to put on a mask and protect my true identity and feelings in the moment. As I walked up, we made our introductions. The prospective buyers and the realtors were both caught off guard that I wasn't a ward of the PE group. They weren't expecting a laid-off employee to be their host. And their response was overwhelmingly kind. The kindness and empathy shared provided an instant reminder of the power of human connection. Complete strangers a moment ago, we were now connected, and an instant relationship of trust was formed. Amazingly, my mood also changed. 
My circumstances did not change. I was still unemployed and standing in a once great store that's now vacant and kind of trashed. That human connection that we're all wired for proved to be the prescription for happiness and well-being that I needed at the moment. If you could only sense how important you are to the lives of those you meet, how important you can be to people you may never even dream of, there is something of yourself that you leave at every meeting with another person. Fred Rogers. And this quote is unknown. Love, belonging, and connection are the universal sources of true well-being. My own experience this week reminded me of the importance of human connection. Not the hyper-connectivity we receive from technology, the true face-to-face interaction with another human being. Leaders cannot expect connection. Connection is created through their leadership. Think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Belongingness and connection must be felt if we want to be self-actualized and reach our full potential. Not just encouraging your employees, but expecting them to connect on a personal level will strengthen your team and contribute to your long-term success. When each team member feels a sense of belonging, their contributions will increase because they will understand that the work they do every day has an impact. What are some ways great leaders can create connectivity on their team? First of all, model the behavior. Get to know every member of your team on a personal level. Schedule regular check-ins with them, not just for the project that you've assigned them or deadlines that you have to meet, but to stay connected to them as a human being. Second, arrange social events. Get your team together in a fun environment that encourages them to be open with one another and get to know each other. The power of on-site connectivity created by off-site events is incredible. Thirdly, lead with empathy. It's powerful to see things from the perspective of others. Their feelings of anxiety, stress, pressure are real. As leaders, we have to acknowledge our teammates and help them manage through what they are dealing with. Four, attend events. If you receive an invite for a grad party, baby shower, birthday, whatever, show up. If it's important to them, be there for them. And when you're there, be present. Resist checking your email and taking calls. Be in the moment, be with them, and be present. And lastly, number five, start your meetings on a personal note. Be brief, you have work to do, but start your meetings with a personal check-in. Maybe have a round robin sharing one thing everyone did over the weekend. It's amazing how coworkers who may struggle working together might find common interest outside of work that bring them together in the workplace. So there's five things you can do right now as a leader to create connectivity on your team. And a connected team will provide more long-term results. They will be more engaged in employees. And we know happy employees bring happy results, right? So this week's ELC, Everyday Leader Challenge, is simple. Select a team member you feel the least connected with and schedule a get-to-know-them-better session. If you feel comfortable, visit us on our Facebook page, The Everyday Leader Podcast, and post your results there. 
Brene Brown, probably the queen of connection and vulnerability, said this, Connection is critical because we all have the basic need to feel accepted and to believe we belong and are valued for who we are. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of The Everyday Leader. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to cultivate the leader within you. When you are living the best version of yourself, you inspire others to live the best versions of themselves. That is everyday leadership. This has been Laura Thompson, and I leave you with my favorite quote from John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader.